back to the mountains and the sea where we find the highs and lows of each and every Prince album. Every other week, I'm Christy. And this is Josh. And we're so glad that you're back with us today. Today. I feel like we're just going round and round with this podcast. I mean, really. Have we done this before? (laughs) It's like deja vu all over again. (laughs) Tevin Campbell, round and round single from Graffiti Bridge. That's right. Yes. It was the second single from the album in the U.S. It was the third in Europe. Right. Released September 25th, 1990. Nice. I don't think I found the date for that. So good job. Thank you. It did well. It did. It was all over the radio. I remember hearing it and I remember being surprised. Oh, that people were like super into it. Because it wasn't like my favorite song. And I was like, Mm. oh, the second single off a Prince album isn't a Prince song. Yeah. I don't feel great about that but they for a change knew what they were doing yeah i mean prince doesn't have a great record with choosing singles from albums obviously they had many and they many were successful but they knew what they were doing with round and round giving it to someone else to remix and releasing it as a single yes it reached number 12 on the hot 100 number three on the r&b charts yeah i mean Quite good. Mm-hmm. A top 10 hit. That's right. Ended up on Tevin Campbell's inaugural album, Tevin, T-E-V-I-N. Did we know? I didn't. I meant to look up to see what do they think the initials stand for. <gasps> I, I don't think they stand for anything. Oh, I tried, I tried okay. to look it up and I couldn't really find anything. Uh, you don't try to look up stuff either. <laughs> it's able to be found or it's not out there. So I mean, maybe. I guess it's not out there. I mean, maybe somebody found it, or maybe it means something, and I just didn't notice. I don't know either. I know but, Prince sang it as T-E-V-I-N, in the lion's den. <laughs> yes. I, we haven't gotten to that unreleased song yet, no. but we will soon. Yeah. yeah. This was the first single from an album credited to Prince mm-hmm. where the single came from a different artist. Right, which maybe is why it didn't sit great with me. Yeah, maybe not. You know, it was also the first Prince album to have other artists on it. You know, it's a musical thing. And mm-hmm. we've talked about it before with Graffiti Bridge. It was this clearinghouse of uh, previously unreleased material. Round and Round was a new song. Yes. So, yeah, it was unique in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I did want to say something about T-E-V-I-N. Yeah. That this, I mean, we talked about Prince and singles. Tevin Campbell's first album had 13 tracks. And eight songs were released as singles, <laughs> dating from round and round in September 1990, like you said. And the last song to be released was a track named One Song, which re- was released in January 1993. So basically four calendar years of singles from this one song. And eight thirteenths of the album was released as a single. It was a different time. That was a thing that they did. Back then. Man, I mean, it might as well just been like a singles collection. Well, and I would say at that time, if you bought the single for many artists and it had the single song, yeah, the B-side was another song from the album. That's so true. if you bought all the singles, you bought the album. Yeah. You just didn't have the... You just didn't have it all on one cassette. Right. Or at this time, CD. Yeah. Yeah, I remember buying Graffiti Bridge, and it was in the 
cardboard long box, and I was there when they were putting it out at Musicland. I, I went in so and asked, cool. and they were like, the, sh- the lady handed it to me out of the brown box. Wow. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. And Very then cool. went and bought Tevin Campbell's Round and Round CD maxi single. Uh-huh. I believe it was at September. Oh, no, it had to have been somewhere in Indiana. Probably at Musicland also. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we used to listen to this track is my originally purchased CD maxi single in pretty good condition. Mm-hmm. Oh, Give myself great some condition. credit. Absolutely. Since it was like a, one of those eco-friendly packages, mm-hmm. you know, not in a jewel case. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know or did you see that Brittany Murphy covered this song? <gasps> I, I, oh, I know. No, I defer. Let's pretend like you didn't hear that. <laughs> I give Christy the floor. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. This was Tevin's first solo single, kind but of. he was featured on a song by Quincy Jones, Tomorrow, yeah. A Better You, A Better Me, in which he did all of the vocals. Okay. But it was technically a Quincy Jones track. Well, if Prince took credit the way he should, then it would have been that way for this song, too. Yes. So credit to Prince for not taking credit. Excellent. Tevin performed round and round on Arsenio Hall. What? And did a... Live? Or like lip synced? I think live. I've not seen this. Oh, I thought you'd seen it. I would have like sent it to you and stuff. And he even (laughs) sat down and did a interview with Arsenio Hall. Really? Yeah. Will you just put it on social media then so I I could find it? I will. You can find us on Facebook, the Mountains and the Sea of Prince podcast. You can find us on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. Or you can send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. I am so interested in seeing this. Was there a band? Was yeah, it a it music Prince, track? It was Prince's backing band. Really? Yes. Never knew it that. It was great. He, he performed it live on... Arsenio Hall, which I will have a link to, and yeah. also on Soul Train in 1990, which I cannot find a link to. Well, that wouldn't have been live then. Soul Train Probably was not. like, you couldn't go on that show unless you were going to lip sync. Yeah, but Prince's backing band was there with him. Pretending to play. Yeah. Probably. I want to see that. I want to know who oh. was in the band at this point. Was it Michael B. on drums? I think so. Wow. I think so. This uh, interests me greatly, oh, and I well, never knew that. I mean, if you, I... shame on you, Prince Vault, for not saying. I, the, uh, I think it was on Prince Vault. It said round and round. This song is not known to have been performed live by Prince, which not I guess Prince. is true. Yeah, if you go down to the trivia, I went down to the trivia because I told you what I thought the B side to the song should have been called. <laughs> Which was a great idea of square and square, but they did not do it that way. Prince Vault right here performed the track on Arsenio Hall and Soul Train in 1990, Mm -hmm. backed by Prince's band at the time. Right there. (sighs) Josh didn't scroll far enough down the page. I scrolled that far because that's where I read the additional information and... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, see? And it was right so, there in Prince Vault, so I didn't even think to mention it to you. Well, consider me stupid next time, please. <laughs> uh, Tevin was nominated. He was nam- nominated. <laughs> <laughs> like pressed together between two pieces of plastic. <laughs> oh, Tevin got nominated. He wanted to be saved for later. I did that with my social security card. Which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> he was nominated for a Grammy okay. for Best R&B Vocal Performance Male in the 33rd Annual Awards Cycle, 1991. All right. Uh, but Here and Now by Luther Vandross won. All right. And Fair here, enough. here we go with the Brittany Murphy. Okay. Because let me tell you, I watched more of this episode than you absolutely would have. Episode of what? Kids Incorporated. Oh, okay. Which is where Round yes. and Round got covered. Right. 1992, a children's show where they have uh, kids who sing. Yeah. It was called Layoff. And it The start- name of the episode the was called The name of the Layoff? episode okay. was called Layoff. And the episode starts with Money Don't Matter Tonight. Like the actual song? Yes. The kids sing it. Oh, I'm sorry. So the they, children sing it. Okay, the actors they, on the show yes, sing it. Yes, they, they cover the song. Okay. And then there's a whole story about Brittany Murphy's dad getting laid off, and she has to cancel a party, and it's a whole thing. Wow. Um, but cool. then little Brittany Murphy sings uh-huh. round and round with series regular Nicole Brown. Yes. Knew that. Yeah. It's cute. I mean, it sounds like it would be. I mean, I mean it's a it's child. A, it's a children's show, so yes. I'm not. I'm not here to ridicule. No, I just thought it was interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, because I think of Brittany Murphy, and I hear rolling with the homies. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it was very cute. Neat. All right. Um, um, I will say also that the track that was on Tevin Campbell's album mm-hmm. was the Soul Mix Edit. Yes. Uh, which was not on this maxi single. No, the maxi um, single includes the soul mix extended. Right, so it was an edited, edited of version of that song was on Tevin's album. So it was not exactly what was on Graffiti Bridge. No. Slightly different version. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. Wow, planting seeds <sighs> for future discussion. I endeavor to not be painful or plain on this show. So, oh. you know, sometimes uh, planting seeds can help things be less plain. Oh, spicy. <sighs> so there are seven songs listed on whosample.com that have sampled round and round. Okay, yeah, that sampled it. Uh-huh, and all of them took a one for the team and listened to all of them. All of them, the part that they sampled is that opening, yeah. Like oh, where, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. That whole that's what they do. That's what they sample, all of them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, basically after that, there are other than Tevin's vocal mm-hmm. leads, a lot of it is samples anyway. So not only, or it's a, you know, remixed and there's yeah. the get, 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 get to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I hung out there trying to figure out where did some of the parts of these other remixes come from, because I'm sure they were lifted from somewhere. And um, after you schooled me in our last episode of finding so many things there, <laughs> I went there and found not a damn thing. <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> So I feel like I've been set up to look like a fool by <laughs> who sampled and also now Arsenio Hall. I don't know what these people have against me, but it's something severe, severe. Oh, shall we talk about the little uh, package here? Yeah, the little package sure. that you are so 
uh, have taken such studious care of. I have taken really good care of it. There's no so many uh, years. It's got a little bit of wear on the edges, but yeah. no wrinkles or bends or no, anything. No water it. damage, none of that. And I think I had to import the CD again because I don't think I had it well, imported into my music library. So nice. I can confirm the CD still works uh-huh. as it should. That's Some, right. Some, what, 32 years later? Mm-hmm. 31 and a half years later. Yep. That's, that's not bad. I remember CDs being like, they're only going to last for 15 years because the ink on the one side of them is going to degrade at some point. And I haven't had a CD fail yet. Nope, me either. Not even CDRs, burn CDs. No, as long as they burned properly in the first place. Right. They still work. They still work. This is not a burn CD, though. This no. is a professionally <laughs> pressed CD. Straight somebody, from Paisley Park, Warner Brothers. Somebody burned it, but they burned it in mass quantities. Oh, but that's pressing. That's yeah. different than burning. Yeah. Well, it's a little cute Tevin still from the Graffiti the, Bridge filming. Yes, with his, his trouble little, clef and his yeah on his uh, uh, his tie his shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's on his tie. It's cute. oh, is it a sh- is it a tie? I thought yeah. it was a shirt. No, it's a tie with the trouble clef on. Yeah, it. I see. Yeah, gotcha. And. uh yeah, and he's just looking cute. He is. Uh, lettering by Margot Chase. Mm-hmm. Kevin yes, Campbell, and round and round, and a little TC lockup. Yeah, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. I like the that they gave him a little mark. Yeah, they did in the graffiti bridge style. That yeah, was really it's fun. All, it's all very cohesive and mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, kind of dark purple, dark like, like almost blue, mm-hmm. kind of purple. They use that lettering over and over. Yep. It's cute. The CD is boring. It's the it's typical the... standard template for Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't know why they wouldn't say open it up. And even if you only got one ink color, let somebody do a cover for it because it is just black printed on the disc itself. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the intern typed it in. That's what it took. Yeah. And then the back is his lock up his TC letters mm-hmm. and a listing of credits and what's on the CD. Right. Four songs. Um, and it, Oh, by the way, also available on cassette <laughs> maxi single. I was going to say my favorite tidbit <laughs> on the bag is like, if you own the CD, but you want a different format, it's also available on cassette. If you don't yet have a CD player in your car, you can buy it on oh, maxi single. Right. Single cassette, yes, it's silly, it is silly, yeah. very, very silly. But all right, so there are four songs yes. on this, the first of which is the quote unquote single version, right? Which is exactly what is on Graffiti Bridge album. I have no idea why it's labeled that. Why is it not called album version, and why know. does it say on the back of that CD case in your hot hand there? It also says. Original version available on the Paisley Park Warner Brothers album, Graffiti Bridge. But you've got it already. Yeah. The original version is included here. They just have labeled it single version, and it is no different. No, it's the same. It's a racket. It is is a racket. (laughs) They're just trying to get you to buy more stuff. I mean, I I agree. You're going to buy the... You like the song enough to go and buy like a little EP of remixes. It should include... What you heard that sold you on the song in the first place, which it does, yet they name it something different and make it sound like... It's an alternate version. Yeah. And it's it's not not. an alternate version. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're not going to talk about that one because we've already talked about it. In defiance of Warner Brothers executives (laughs) from 1990, we refuse to talk about round and round single version. (laughs) Three minutes and 58 seconds, exactly the same as the album version. Yeah, we've talked about it as much as we're going to. So the next song, round and round soul mix extended. Yes, ma'am. Now the album version is remixed by Junior Vasquez. Right. This is a remix by Kirky J, but it's kind of like he remixed Junior Vasquez's version. Yeah. Yeah. It like does. he did a remix of the remix. <laughs> yes, this is uh, uh, getting into some musical inception here. <laughs> I almost felt like Soul Mix Extended could have been the original remix by junior vasquez which was edited down to what you hear on the album mm-hmm. it is what two and a half minutes longer six minutes and 39 seconds but mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we get the bright keyboards to start off it doesn't start off with tevin's oh, yeah 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 mm-hmm. um it starts off with kind of a keyboard sound and then tevin's vocalization there which is a bit more echoey it is echoey and there's no crashing drums is kind of my way of thinking about it that Mm -hmm. happened after that you get kind of get like a downbeat Yes, and on the album version, very quickly, you get into the background vocals mm-hmm. of Round and Round mm-hmm. that are very prominently feature prints yep. that you wouldn't have to be listening very hard to hear him. Correct. And those are pushed a little later. They are. Yeah, later in the track. Yes. I don't know about you, but other than that, I found, besides the little beginning intro there... Uh-huh. It was very similar, if not identical, to the album version through about three minutes and 35 seconds. Yes. You nod as if you agree. I do. That's good. I said, um, this is the first place where there are really changes to the mix. Yeah. yeah. There's actually a vocal part of Tevin's there, and this was the only quote-unquote new vocal part that I could pick out throughout this entire disc where there's a breakdown and he has kind of this vocal flourish that's not in mm-hmm. the album version. Yes. Which kind of is why I was thinking this might be the longer version or the original remix that was cut down to an album version and you hear it all here. Mm-hmm. That seems fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music gets a little sparser. Yep. Um, you get more of the get, 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 get yeah. to it. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, here. And go for it. Get to go it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, a lot more of that. There is. Um, and at four minutes, there's a snare drum that is newish in sound. Go for it. Although it's similar to the sound of the drums in the original Prince and Tevin version. Not exactly, but it's a little more of an analog drum sound to me and Mm -hmm. less of a house remix kind of sound to that snare drum. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of refreshing Mm -hmm. in a longer mix of Mm -hmm. a house mix. Yeah. Mix upon mix. Mix upon mix. Yeah. Mix upon mix upon mix. You know what sounds good? Chex mix. (laughs) 
That would have been a good name for that. Round and round. The Chex, Chex Mix. mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they didn't sell it in stores then. Uh, you had to make it. You like had to with, make it. Yeah, the cereal and the sauce. Wish. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's why moms only made it at Christmas because it, it was a pain for a snack food. kind of a pain. Yeah. But when you were going to have a big crowd of people. Man, that was some good stuff. Mm-hmm. At four minutes and 38 seconds, we get the uh, like repeating airy keyboards and more of the Ari, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. which is kind of fun. Yeah, and kind of organy sort of uh-huh. synths. Yeah. Yes, very mm-hmm. organy. Yep. Organy. <laughs> <laughs> that Japanese art of folding Organ paper. Organy synths. Yes. Yeah. I see why they uh, used an edit for Tevin's album. For Tevin's album, mm-hmm. this is a little overlong. Okay, it's fine. Sure. I mean, if you like the original version, yeah. Who wouldn't? They should have just called it round and round long version. Right. You know, or extended. I don't really, I mean, okay, Soul Mix extended. Whatever. It's fine. You can name it whatever you want, right? Um, I did hear more samples of Prince's background vocals at about five minutes and seven seconds with world still goes around and around. It's kind of fun to hear his voice more to the forefront. Mm Mm-hmm. Than it was in most of the album version. Sure. And the single version while we're mentioning it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought it was kind of fun that we get a repeat of the, like half of the bridge, the one day I'll make it in the big city and Uh I'll be looking for a girl who's pretty at five minutes and 16 seconds. And then it stops and goes into more instrumentals and samples. don't get the one day I'll make a play and right. she will say okay because I plan to be a cool kitten or kitty kitty, kitty kitten meow yeah yeah city kitty okay all that's, right that's the rhyme gotcha but then I feel like it ends similarly to the album version mm-hmm. very similar so there's yeah. A good portion of the second half of the song that's just more kind of having fun with the elements that were there already, and then an ending that is satisfying if you like the album version. Yeah. Then we have Round and Round the House. Well, I wonder how you're going to feel about Which I thought that was kind of fun. Round and Round the House. Round and Round the House. Yes. I thought that was cute. Very cute. Like it brings uh, Pop Goes the Weasel to mind oh i don't know just like you think of chasing the weasel around i don't think of that they go (laughs) okay that's fine round goes the weasel goes the weasel goes round (laughs) you know like you chase the weasel and round and round the mulberry bush those things get all mushed up in my brain i think a lot about a yo mama jokes when i hear (laughs) round the house It's a remix also by Junior Vasquez. Yep. Uh, Seven minutes and 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. So if you thought the soul mix extended at six minutes, 39, 
was a little overlong. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on seven um, minutes and 30 seconds. Maybe because it's a little different. It bothered me a little less. It is different. So yeah. it's, you get this, the pianos come in. It's like yes. all the pieces are there, uh-huh. but they come in a little slowly. They mm-hmm. get layered on top of one another. Well, the piano part is new. That's yeah. the part that I was thinking has right. to be sampled from somewhere else, I think. The do 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 I mean, it's that little snippet that just repeats over and over, but right. it never gets super old and it's kind of catchy and uh-huh. fun and, again, gives more of an organic feel to a kind of electronic song. Yes. Which make, brings a little new life in it to me. My mm-hmm. biggest complaint about the album version and even the single version, Christy, <laughs> is that it was kind of a single note. You sure. Know? I mean, it, it didn't really go a lot of places. Sure. Where this one does give you that buildup mm-hmm. and breakdowns and right. stuff that's not there. Yeah. yeah, and that's disparate from the original version. But then there's there's plenty of things that still make this sound like round and round. Mm-hmm. But it, the pianos come in and then you get cymbals in. Yeah. And then you get a kick drum. Yeah. And then a hi hat. Mm-hmm. And then guitar and some additional percussion. Yeah, I got like a clicky percussion taps and claps in the left channel at 52 seconds to mm-hmm. 56 seconds. And even. Kind of a bass line at fifty six seconds. Yes. That's not part of the not part of the album version is where I'm going. <laughs> but just gave like a bottom to the song that wasn't there before. So right. there was like a bottom added with this bass line and the piano kind of put something on the top. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little, uh, I don't know, shepherd's pie of stuff going on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. And then you get everything fades out mm-hmm. and then you get just the drums and then these kind of real low keyboard sounds. Yeah. I thought it was great. I did too. I really love like the first minute and a half of the song or it's just, it goes places. It almost gives you like a peek at how they might have worked on the song. And it Mm -hmm. reminds me of when GarageBand first came out. Yeah. And you go and play in it and you'd like have like eight seconds of something and then you'd layer the next thing over top of it. Ooh, wouldn't it be cool if I layered this thing on top of that eight seconds later? That's kind of how this feels. Yeah, totally what this is like. And that's what GarageBand was built around. Right. You know, is loops and, you know, everything sounds good together Mm -hmm. in a pre-made little box. Not that that's how Junior worked. No, but... But it is kind of the same... It kind of, that was like the layman's version of (laughs) what he did like professionally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A little after the first minute and a half at a minute and 42 seconds, we get samples of Prince's round, round, and it just seems, 
I don't know. It's not that it's more beats per minute than the album version or even the single version for that matter, Christy, (laughs) but it seems more up-tempo. It has a more up-tempo feel and it's a little less reserved than the album version. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, like a refreshing listen, especially when you've gone round and round on round and round as many times as we've if uh, we've gone round and round on round and round. Yeah, some Tevin Croons. Uh-huh. In that area until we finally get the first verse, which doesn't come in until after two minutes. Right. It's like two minutes and three seconds before yeah. the first verse comes in at all. Yes. But and the second line of the first verse, the can you tell me what it is we really want to find? There's an uh-huh. echoey percussion behind Tevin's vocals that just, again, add a little more dimension to the song that I really like a lot. And then the first chorus, you get that piano part that plays under it, it's and it's so wonderful. Good. It's, it's super so cool. Good. It yeah. is. Yes, I'm totally with you. Yep. I'm glad that you agree. After the second chorus, at three minutes and thirty seconds, we get some of the dreamy pads and synths that open the song. Mm-hmm. Are underneath all the other instrumental parts that were layered on top of one another. Again, just a nice uh, little collection of sounds that mm-hmm. come together here. Some really nice synth hits over the bridge. Mm-hmm. So Tevin's doing his little spoken word bridge, and there's this nice little addition of these synths in there that I just really yeah. thought really I called them accentuated. Stabs. Oh, yeah, yeah there like you this go. Little ding, uh-huh. ding, ding. And they're kind of echoey and Yeah, but they don't they're not distracting. Oh no. They're yeah. No, it all works. It yeah. works great. Fast forward a little bit to five minutes and 24 seconds under Tevin's ooze. There's this new horn synth part that seems like it's sampled from somewhere else too that I can't place and who sampled did nothing for me. (laughs) I'm still asking myself, who sampled? Yeah, but I thought that that was kind of a neat little addition also Mm -hmm. and that's uh under that kind of fairly long bit of tevin singing round and round that's only in the left channel yeah 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 which i thought was a nice touch too yeah i thought that too i'm like i hope christy appreciates the use of stereo but Uh not the overuse of it it's not this kind of vibrating left to right thing that makes you dizzy not here right no not at all um yeah i thought this was really good Mm mm-hmm a nice little breakdown at the end and a more echoey round and round and deep synths mm-hmm. that bring the song to a close. Yeah. 
Yeah, I kind of prefer the very clear, clean, oh. round and round to, really? to end the song. Oh, I didn't mind the uh, for a house mix to have those synthesizers. Oh. They don't hang on very long, and it's not like this piercing thing that, no. you know, like the jerk out mixes that mm-hmm. we covered an episode ago that uh, kind of shriek at the end. Right. This isn't that. You no, know? but I prefer the nice, very clear ending that round and round is especially his vocals are just so nice yeah i mean he's, he's a very a, talented child mm-hmm. and still a talented man yep totally agree yeah uh, round and round the house a success yep. around the house yeah if you need be if you need me later i'll be around the house <laughs> excellent all right then we have round and round soul dub Boy, have we covered enough what a dub mix is? Uh-huh, I think to, we have. We've educated ourselves, and I feel like we've covered it at least three times. Yes. Um, but I thought that this fits the definition of a dub mix to a T. Absolutely. So Another not, one by Junior Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah. If you have not heard our explanation slash education of ourselves on what the heck is a dub mix and why uh-huh. is it called that, you should check it out. Yeah. You can you can go back and listen to previous episodes. That's right. You can do that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is almost like a bunch of different sounds and samples kind of just thrown together to make a club kind of thing. Right. Club thing. Which is interesting because I have thoughts about that. But um, like Jerk Out, like we talked about last time, mm-hmm. the vocals are used more like instruments. Totally in this one. Yeah. And that's really fun and interesting. And then you get these like complicated yet stripped down music. Mm -hmm. It's like little small samples of things all put together to create a big thing. Yeah. Which sounds like, well, duh, that's what music is. (laughs) But like you're talking about a puzzle. (laughs) I know what that is. (laughs) But it's like a. They each get their own little moment, but then they're all strung together. Mm -hmm. And it's such an interesting way that it's like both simple and complicated all at once. I thought it was pretty fun. I agree. Um, There are different musical pieces included here too, which I swear who sampled would tell me. (laughs) <laughs> they did not. Not that I'm bitter much, but a uh, minute and 11 seconds, there's this kind of wild keyboard part that moves from the left to the right channels. And it's not in any of the other mixes of the song. It's not like it's parts of the original song that were brought forward and turned into an instrument, that kind of thing. And it's like a new addition. Uh-huh. Here, which is uh, well, kind of bending the definition of what a dub mix is to a degree. Right. But I thought that it still worked. Okay. So I always wonder if some of these things that you feel like are sampled, uh-huh. they may be sampled. Well, they are sampled. They're from something. Yeah. But I wonder if maybe they were included in whatever package of materials was provided to Junior Vasquez from Prince. So their stems, things that didn't end up getting used in any other versions that he had available to work with. And that's why we can't find a reference 
for yeah. where what it's sampled from because it's not it's sampled, but it's not really sampled. Could be. Yeah. I have I can't dispute it, be, so I wouldn't I wouldn't even dare argue that because that I would have, be my guess. I have zero evidence from thirty two years ago about what may or may not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> they did pick up and use record scratches, which are from the unreleased version of the song, like at two minutes and forty one seconds to mm-hmm. two minutes and fifty seconds, you get record scratches that are not present in the album version or the house mix or the Soul Mix Extended. Um, that do get used here. So that somewhat supports your claim that there were some things that Junior had at his disposal that got used here that you might not have heard had mm-hmm. you not had unreleased music <laughs> yes. at your fingertips. Yes. I thought this was, it was good. It was unusual. It was interesting, but it kind of almost didn't really seem like dance music to me. It's the more original experimental. Song isn't really dance no, either. But I know? mean, usually when you have dubs or house mixes, they're more, they get that, especially like around, round and round the house mm-hmm. had a part that was very, sounded very EDM, very electronic dance music sort of situation stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So if you play it in a club, that's what you'd expect. Yeah. And this didn't have really much of that. It felt more experimental rather yeah. than club music. I would agree. So I thought that very was fair. interesting. Yeah. 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 I give it credit for, you know, what I thought was kind of a, if you consider the album version, a remix of itself, somewhat I mean, I hate to say bland, but it's it's certainly reserved. Sure. It doesn't take many chances. And here, at least I give credit to remixes for stretching the legs of a song a little mm-hmm. bit without a re-recording of the lyrics or additional lyrics or anything like that. Um, if you know, if you're given like, here's the original track and maybe here are some other parts that weren't used, mm-hmm. um, I thought this was nicely put together. I agree. I agree. I do wish, however, they had re- included the original unreleased version of Round and Round on this. Sure would have been nice. I agree. Sure would have been yes, nice. Yes, because we do. We are going to talk about the unreleased version, the original version that Prince put together yep. with Tevin and then gave to Junior Vasquez to remix and ended up loving it so much that that's what they used. Yep. Unfortunately, I cannot find a link to this. Oh, to the unreleased? I looked and looked and I couldn't find it. If you want to hear snippets of it, then you're in the right place. That's exactly. Yes. It's very, very drum heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes, uh, again, the released version on the album seem very reserved. You know, this has, it's very full. It's part Mm -hmm. of this part of Prince. You know, kind of in musical transition, you know, 89 to 90 to me was a era of trying to find this new sound and not getting too deeply entrenched in late 80s, early 90s sounds. Maybe that's why he wanted this to be different. It does sound a lot like some other songs on the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um, To be specific, the drums to me in the unreleased version sound an awful lot like Melody Cool. And yes. there's a deep bass part throughout this whole thing. It's very bass heavy mm-hmm. too. Yes. And it's very similar to Melody Cool's open after Mavis schools us with 
how many bridges she's, she's seen in her time and how she crossed every one of them with no trouble at all. Melody cool. Uh-huh. There's this, uh, like, it's not a bass guitar even. It's almost like a synth bass. Yeah, that's fair. And then there's synth horns. Yes. That we get to. That's fun. And then at 50 seconds, uh-huh. I, there's some like mechanical sounds okay. worked in. And they reminded me a lot of the things we heard in the 1999 era, particularly oh. Automatic and some other of oh, the okay. unreleased songs where they had this kind yeah, of yeah, like, like uh, air like, piston uh-huh. kind yeah. of sound, yeah. like steampunk sort of yeah. situation happening totally. here. Totally. Yeah. yeah. There's a keyboard part at a minute seven to a minute nine seconds that's not used in any of the remixes and it's kind of isolated there too. Mm-hmm. fun to hear um also at from one minute 42 seconds to one minute and 45 seconds there's kind of this building uh before the chorus uh-huh. um by prince and kevin like they're falling into the chorus kevin? what did i say kevin you mean tevin i thought that's what i said sorry <laughs> i said Trince and kevin is that not right <laughs> prince and tevin <laughs> Uh, like they're building up and then kind of falling into the chorus, um, which is not in the remixes anywhere. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun with the very clearly here, um, a particular lyric here. I learned my lesson young. If you really want to have fun, Go for it, and when you win, say, I knew it. Now that's in the album version, but in the album version, I knew it and I go for it are layered on top of one another. Yeah, the samples of go for it, get uh-huh. to it. Yeah. 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 And they, they kind of they swallow they, each other up to you. Yeah. They kind of muddy this, this, I knew it, this confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what he's saying. Like, right. when you, like I knew, I knew it was going to yeah, be successful the whole it. time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good part. Good point. The drum scratches, or the drum scratches. You know how to scratch a drum. That's something new. The record scratches that we hear in the dub mix um, are isolated well at two minutes and two seconds, so you can hear them there really well also. I don't think I mentioned this either. Before Graffiti Bridge came out, oh man, this is a small sidebar. Okay. Um, I had a friend... In Indiana, where I lived, who somehow got a hold of this unreleased version of Round and Round before the album came out. And I had listened to it lots. What? I listened to it many times before the CD was released. So when the CD came out 
and it was the Junior Vasquez that I was like shocked. I'm like, You're what? Like, it, this is completely this different. This is not what I heard. I was, well, it's none of my business. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to have it in the first place. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I heard this version before the proper album ever came out. Wow. And um, unfortunately, rest in peace. I found out yeah. uh, that he passed. This uh, gentleman passed away. Um, yeah, your in an friend accident. who drove to. Yeah, Paisley came and Park I was and in. I, yeah, he would drive to Paisley Park um, and come back with tapes of stuff and would trade with people and share it with me. And that's what got me interested in all this stuff to begin with. And he came and picked me up. I had to beg my parents, would you please let my friend from another high school, from another town, come pick me up and drive me 45 minutes away so we can watch Graffiti Bridge. Aww. And he came and he drove like 25 minutes out of his way to come get me 25 minutes back through his town and another 20 Aww. minutes away so we could go watch Graffiti Bridge together. And we were like one of eight people in the theater Aww. on a Friday night. It was kind of sad. Yeah. But that's how I saw it the first time and credit to him. So I'll leave him nameless, but very sad for him and his family. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I was shocked. I mean, I I don't think I have a bias anymore against the Junior Vasquez version, but I was always disappointed that, you know, what I heard and what I thought was kind of a rockin' song and very unique sounding, like I'd never heard a Prince song sound like this before. Mm -hmm. It was exciting to me and to have it kind of pulled back and changed into something that really wasn't even Prince on a Prince album. Right. Was... I was let down. I felt let down a little bit, even though I had no, I had no ownership or, <laughs> you know, it wasn't really my place to feel let down. But again, I was, you know, a sophomore in high school at the time. So don't blame <laughs> young little Josh with his giant fat glasses. <laughs> and his mullet. And my mullet. That's right. Yeah. Did you notice that the bridge doesn't, didn't break down as quietly as it does in all those remixes too? The one day I'll make it in the big city is mm-hmm. kind of, Part of the proper song, it doesn't have a breakdown, doesn't get real quiet in there. Um, and in fact, the drums in the br- in the bridge are going doing crazy things behind Tevin's vocals from 2 minutes and 34 seconds to 2 minutes and 37 seconds. And then again from 2 minutes and 40 seconds to 2 minutes and 42 seconds. They're like the drums are going nuts behind him, mm-hmm. which is very different. Yeah. yeah. I was going to also say, I think the additional horn sense that you mentioned Mm -hmm. is something that I hadn't heard in a while. I hadn't heard this unreleased version in a while to begin with, but that part made me think I have heard this or something like this before. Where is it? And so for like a week, Uh I've been like, where have I heard... Uh-huh. This part that's in round and round. Where I've like been playing this thing in my head over and over and over again. And so I finally figured it out. Tell us. And it's not exactly the same, but it is darn close to the little synth horn part in musicology that uh we'll play a, a sample for you here put together. Yeah. It's dark close. 
played it and I was like, oh, duh, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that, you know, I was like, normally I wouldn't share that with you. And I thought, no. maybe I should share this with Christy so she can tell me that's nothing like that at all. Uh-huh. I, I don't hear it, but you can say it on the podcast if you want to be <laughs> ridiculed. <laughs> Go ahead. Go for it. Get to it. <laughs> So yeah, a little connection between Round and Round in 1990 and Musicology from 2004. Yeah. Believe it. Yep. I do. And this version fades out. It, it doesn't does. end with the iconic Round, round and Round. round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a nice little mm-hmm. vocal. His beautifully sung vocal. Yeah. I also remembered it sounding a little more like Elephants and Flowers, mm. this song. Mm-hmm. Now listening to it again, I think it's it's not, not really, really. Not really. But that's what I thought maybe convinced Prince that it needed like a different sound to right. work in the soundtrack. But then after listening to it, I'm like, no, it's not really. It would have worked great. Um, it definitely sounds like the other. Mm-hmm. has the same character as um, other songs sure. on the soundtrack, for sure. sure. And then as big a hit as this was, it didn't have a proper video. Yeah. Yeah. Go it, figure. Like things that do have videos don't do well. And this had a video. Didn't It needed a video. Should have had a video. It basically had one from yeah, the movie. It from basically the movie. had a video. And there was a promotional video made. Okay. Now it used the Soul Mix Edit. Right. Which is what ended up on Tevin's album. Right. T-E-V-I-N. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean K-E-V-I-N? Oh, okay. And of course, this is also credited to Kirky J. Okay. But the, it uses it. Now, I kind of watched the uh, clip from the movie uh-huh. of Round and Round and this promotional video side by side okay. to try and kind of figure out what was different. And it's all footage from Graffiti Bridge. Some of them, I think, are alternate, either alternate takes or a different camera angle, like the Melody Cool that's real prominent in the video or in the movie is behind Tevin. You can see real prominently Melody Cool is doing it in front of her club. Yeah. And this, it's there, but it's a little less prominent. Like they zoomed in on him a little bit, or it's a different angle a little bit. And now some of it is exactly the same. Okay. And there's prints in it. Like watching? Yeah, See, watching yeah. and doing the stuff. Yeah. And But this is a longer version Okay. than what's in the movie. It's like four minutes-ish, and it's okay. a little less than that in the movie. Nice. But both of those clips will be on social media, so you can find it there. It's such a service you provide to us. I mean, real. I know. <laughs> and I'll have a little information uh, about Tevin. I guess he ran into some trouble in the late 90s and had a little bit of a career setback. And then he went to Broadway, which I thought was really cool. Oh, was in Hairspray. And cool. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, and I guess he's yeah. got some new music out now and okay so good for him yes yeah for sure it was a good uh i don't want to say discovery by prince because like you said he had coordinated with or uh, collaborated with quincy jones before but um you know to give him a part in the film that's that's cool yeah it's very fun all right so we've covered everything we're going to talk about this episode 
So we choose three things. We choose a time capsule, something that exemplifies the time at which the material was recorded or when it was released. Yep. We choose C, the low point, the thing that we like the least, and uh, mountain, the thing that we like the most. Right. So these are my rules. So I go first, the time capsule. For me, it's the single design and the packaging. Okay. The, the cardboard CD holder in the early 90s and the very graffiti bridge treatment. Yeah. For, to giving him his own little uh, mark uh-huh. with the TC and the graffiti bridge font, hand drawn stuff. Yeah. Is, that's very. 1990 to me. Very time capsule for mm-hmm. you. I went with a dealer's choice. Pick your version. The soul dub, the soul mix extended, the <laughs> house, or the album version. It's the 1990s uh-huh. house beats to me. That Everything. Are the time capsule. Okay. Everything that was Junior Vasquez sounds like 1990 to me. Okay. Yeah. Super fair. The C for me mm-hmm. was that that original version didn't make it onto the single uh, or out somewhere should be so, i mean well, even though it's so different i th- i think that's the thing that prince the professor sort of liked to do and show how things evolved and changed and yeah. it, it didn't all just happen i mean parts of it just flowed out of him yeah you know but a lot of his work took a lot of work. It took a lot of effort to get it sounding the way you hear it. I agree. And yeah. I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say maybe he was, again, trying to let a young Junior Vasquez and a young Kirky J and a young Tevin Campbell have their thing here. And he was happy to be behind the scenes and probably stretched a little thin also. Oh, acting, recording, touring, writing. Directing. Di- di- directing. Uh, well, I mean, he, did, he did do it. I mean, it was done. Yeah. I'm not saying it was done with expertise, but he did do it. And I mean, I'm sure the level of stress and, you know, operating a recording studio also, which was relatively new at that point too. Lots going on. So um, to kind of take a back seat, I mean, you don't see that a lot with people who have as much confidence as one would say Prince had. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I've got two C's. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. The time capsule, everything. The C's, I have more than one. Okay, what are they, Josh? If you don't like it, then you can edit it out. (laughs) Just tell us. I'll make it quick. Calling it a single version and then saying original version <laughs> available in the Paisley Park Warner Brothers album, Graffiti Bridge. Like what's on the album is different. That's underhanded and kind of crummy. Um, but also, I think the thing that gets me the most is stretching the bejesus out of Margot Chase's hand lettering. Oh, it's stretched vertically yeah. on the cover. And the little TC is stretched horizontally on the back cover. And it drives me absolutely insane. Uh, I think that it was made as a perfect circle. Yes. Thinking as a graphic designer and the song's name is Round and Round. I mean, I realize that ovals are round and all circles are ovals. But this was done in a circle. And it's turned into a stretched out oval. And it does not sit well with me. Okay. Get this away from me, please. That's, That's fine. I'll set it right over here where you can't see okay. it. Thank you. All right. Then the mountain. Oh, this is going to be unpopular with you. My mountain is that 
they used the Junior Vasquez mix for the album and like what you heard on the radio. Oh, that's the, that's, oh, really? That's my mountain because I think it was the right call. Okay. Because Prince's version, while it's awesome, mm-hmm. is very heavy. It is super heavy. It's super heavy. And I think bringing it a little lighter, uh-huh. giving it a little more joy okay. and a little more lightness for this preteen boy uh-huh. to sing it and have that be his like really big debut song was the right call. Yeah. So well, the lighter yeah, version was the right choice. That's it's fine so, with me. Obviously okay. it was because oh, it was good. a hit song and it did uh-huh. have a different sound. Like you didn't hear it and think, Oh, that sounds like Prince. Mm hmm. Even though his vocals are in it, if you didn't know, you probably didn't know. Right. So I don't have a problem with that. Oh, okay. I prefer the original version. Right. That's just me, but I'm like a very abnormal person. (laughs) Um, What's your mountain? I have seven mountains. Oh, (laughs) jeez. No, I have have one mountain. One mountain, Josh has an entire mountain range (laughs) of... No. No, what is your mountain? One mountain. It's probably the first time I think I've ever preferred a house remix to what is really the original version, if we're going to call that the album version as the original version, even though we know it's not. You know, the original is a remix too, but I love the energy and fun in Round and Round the House a lot, and I prefer it to the album version. I'm not saying I prefer it to Prince's version, which I think is criminally unreleased. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, will we ever get a Graffiti Bridge Super Deluxe Edition? That seems unlikely. Yeah. But we could get an online store, perhaps, or maybe another version of Originals, where Prince's original version with Tevin Campbell would be included on that. That would be awesome. Um, but of what was officially released and the stuff that we have any business owning because we bought it, I'm a big fan of the house remix. I agree. It was great. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, what are we talking about next time? Next up, we're continuing our adventure through the singles Okay. from, from Graffiti Bridge. However... This next one is the origin song of the New Power Generation, specifically New Power Generation. And what I'd call not a specially priced maxi single, (laughs) but really Prince's first EP for New Power Generation. So I look forward to listening to this with you and seeing what you think. We've talked about it a little bit in the past. Yes. Yeah. But we'll go a little more in depth. For sure. Yeah. We will. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening. We know you make a choice when you listen to us. We don't just come on the radio. You choose us and we really appreciate it. Tell a friend if you have not already, if you were listening and you enjoyed what you heard, please tell a friend. We really appreciate it. That's how we grow. And until next time, happy purple listening. Thanks for hanging out with us.